0: Roth one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. We just become best friends. Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. To infinity and beyond. touch of madness around here.
1: Hello, DDP family. And welcome to another episode of DDP News today. I'm your host Cap Dupre, and I'm so excited to be talking Disney news with you today. I am joined by probably the most frequent co-host, but that's okay. I love him anyway. Justin, how are you doing?
0: I am good. What is going on? It's always good to be here. I'm uh, I'm excited, man. I I tell you, it's uh, I've been gone for like three out of five weeks. I feel like I'm like just been Orlando, Charleston, Orlando, Charleston, Orlando, Charleston, and I'm home now until January, when I'm down for a marathon weekend. And I've just been like throwing myself into every podcast imaginable. I'm like, I feel like I'm showing up to random podcasts that don't even really want me on there. And I'm just like, No, 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 I'm gonna be on two men of the mouse. And I'm gonna be on beyond the mouse. and I'm gonna be on no, no, no. So this week, uh, I've been recording a ton. And I am so stoked to be here with you. Because I haven't chatted any Disney news at all this week with pretty much anybody, so uh, I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for you to lead me through the news and talk to me about all the cool things going on with Disney.
1: Yeah, we have some exciting news. Now, um, we did Dave and I did a DDP show with um, all the announcements from D23. Uh, so there is not as much Disney news, but, you know, there was some news that was released before D23 that we're going to go over, some recent news um, the past, over the past week, small but exciting things. So what do you say? Let's just jump in.
0: That was my nickname in, in high school small but exciting things because i'm (laughs) I'm a you know a little short guy and you know just uh, but i'm exciting i mean i'm you know so it's good
1: you have all that energy yeah it's just it's just bottled in you it's like a chihuahua it
0: drives katie bonkers like it drives her crazy i am like a little chihuahua that just shakes all the time you know (laughs) she's like can you take in a little less caffeine please i'm
1: like
0: "Uh, no fun i don't like it yeah
1: that, that's how I feel about ca- caffeine, too. But anyway, so let's jump into... There was some exciting news that was announced um, late August for Disneyland. Uh, all of our Haunted Mansion peeps are, were very excited to hear this. They are extending the Haunted Mansion out of Disneyland. They're going to extend the queue and then also put a uh, new retail shop, aka gift shop, at the attraction's exit. Um, so this is very exciting, the queue is going to be, ter- it's going to be outdoors, um, and it's going to include new gardens insp- inspired by some of the happy haunts inside the Haunted Mansion, including Master Gracie, Madame Leota, and the One-Eyed Cat. Um, I might be in the minority here. I don't remember a One-Eyed Cat, but unless you know something about the One-Eyed uh, Cat.
0: I don't. I don't. But I don't know.
1: This looks really fun and exciting, so it looks similar to, well, not similar, it's going to be different, but similar-ish to the queue for um, at Disney World, where it's going to be interactive, looks like there's going to be some unique elements, like a water fountain and a gazebo, some statues and landscaping, Um, and on the Disney Parks blog, it says, guests will be able to see a new greenhouse where the groundskeepers for the Haunted Mansion grow their plants. Um, So this seems seems really exciting. Um, And then also they said that they were going to um, make some enhancements to the plaza adjacent to Tiana's Palace. So this is going to um, be, I think this is where the Haunted Mansion gift shop is going to be. I don't think it's going to be called Memento Mori like it is at Disney World, but who knows? We shall see.
0: Uh, So let's, let's talk One Eye Cat. So I looked it up. Um, So the one-eyed black cat was an unused character found in early concepts for the Haunted Mansion. Uh, In an unused Existencio script for the Haunted Mansion, the one-eyed black cat would have been a sort of main antagonist within the Haunted Mansion. The cat's role would be uh, redacted and largely given over to development of the raven. So instead of the raven, it was the one-eyed cat. So that's why we don't really know much um, about it. Uh, So the role of the ghost host would have warned you at the beginning of the attraction of the unnatural and dreadful one-eyed black cat, claiming that he detests mortals, especially happy ones. In the attraction, the cat would have appeared near the climax of the ride in the form of nothing more than a red and green cat eye, which uh, has corpse-like cat's head materialized around it uh, with empty eye socket having a red glowing dot inside.
1: Interesting. Hmm. Well, I like when they do have like original concepts and then they bring them back.
0: I've Similar got Similar to... I didn't mean to jump on you there, but I just learned something. You ready?
1: Okay. Yes.
0: In Disneyland, as part of the 2021 refurbishment, a statue of the cat with one glowing red eye has been added to the attraction's loading area alongside April through December. During Haunted Mansion holiday, a black and white pinstripe bow... It's tied around the cat's neck. In Walt Disney World, in the queue outside of Liberty Square's mansion, a carving of the cat is seen in the bottom right corner of the backside of the composer's crypt alongside many Rolly Crump Museum of the Weird-inspired musical instruments. If you put your I hand s- up against the carving of the cat, it will be heard meowing.
1: What? I do feel like I remember now seeing the cat at Disneyland.
0: Okay, yeah. So I mean, it's it's right there, like. And uh, I mean, if you're in Walt Disney World, you can walk up to the composer's crypt, and it's at the bottom. And I can see a picture of right here. I guess whoever's out there, uh, give me in the park soon. Put your hand over that, and let's see if that thing meows at you.
1: That is cool. Yeah. Well. That's why
0: we do news show.
1: Yes, (laughs) learning new things. Even while we're get, while we're doing the show,
0: we, this listen, we've never said that like facts are optional most of the time, and most time we are literally on the fly with this stuff. So we are uh, producing on the fly, and it, look, I, I learned something new. One eyed black, maybe that's my next tattoo. One eyed black cat. It's pretty creepy though, man. I think it picture. should
1: be Mike's next tattoo. I
0: agree. I agree. Mike pulls is. off tattoos better than I do. So,
1: well, I was just thinking because the haunted mansion is like his thing. Or maybe maybe more Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Yeah, he likes and Beauty and the Beast too.
1: Oh, I don't think I knew that about him.
0: Yeah. Oh, Beauty and the Beast is like his jam. It's him and Laura. He's got a Beauty and the Beast tattoo on his leg. I think it's his leg.
1: Okay. Yeah. Talk about news. There you go. But
0: (laughs) today on DDP today news cat, I'm going to tell you one fun fact about each of the DDP hosts.
1: I have one. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Sure. Why not? Let's roll. Uh, and maybe maybe he said it at the last show but dan is a grandpa again
0: he did announce it yeah he is uh, actually it happened about an hour before we recorded and Aww. so yeah so he was getting details like why recording so like start a patron he actually gets like the the weight and the do you say do you say height with the baby like the weight and the height length i guess they can't stand up so that would make sense yeah all right it's not like they're like coming out like you know uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) although they have a reflex this is my childhood development but they have a reflex where they like to be stood up really mm -hmm. interesting yeah not like when they're very new but Mm -hmm. like about a month they want to start stretching out and being held upright. so
0: i came out podcasting i was like hello everyone and welcome (laughs) to justin suitor's life
1: I am not surprised. I would not be surprised if that was actually true. I'll have to, I'll have to check with your mom, Bill.
0: <laughs> She's like, where did you get that microphone from? You know?
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry. I just clapped. You were, I remember. Uh, I love I your claps.
0: A... That's, yeah. I, like, I, Here's the thing. So, you know, it, it's hard because it's, uh, people don't realize when you podcast, you have like these natural, not you, I'm saying just everyone in general. Yeah. You have these natural tendencies that you do when you have conversations. Like I talk with my hands a lot. And I've had to teach myself over the years to be really careful because you can do things like hit the mic, you know, hit the table, stuff like that. And although it's not terrible, it, you know, sometimes it's a little bit it takes you a little bit out of out of things. So I remember I'll never forget when I first started podcasting when I was an infant that Katie, luckily I knew her then, would put post-it notes on my computer and it would be things to not say. So she would be like, don't say, um, don't say this, don't say this. And I would see these and I would just continually tell myself, don't say, um. And I would, you know, learn over the years that almost silence was better than saying, um, or saying, you know, and it takes a long time to break those habits. I still say it, you know, whenever I get hung up, you can tell I'm really kind of working through something. If you do hear me say, um, but it's a, uh, it's hard, you know, it's hard to break those habits, but I'd love that yours is clapping. And you, you, you like when you do something, you're like, and I'm like, yes, got her. That's it. (laughs)
1: oh my goodness okay well see we're learning new facts about that was your fact about you i guess yeah yeah, that's it and and katie so we really are we're gonna hit all we're gonna hit all the hosts today
0: we got dan (laughs) mike and me let's go
1: Okay, moving on though, we're gonna move to Disney World now. Um, so there, like I said earlier, there hasn't been a lot of new information out just because of all the big announcements, or that's my guess is all the big announcements, um, from D23. But there have been a couple of small things, so we'll just kind of rapid fire go through them. Um, the first thing is Winnie the Pooh meet and greet has moved back inside, um, to the United Kingdom Pavilion. Now, have you ever met Winnie the Pooh in the um, UK Pavilion. I have. Okay, so you know where they meet, right? I do. Or he meets. So, for those who don't know, Christopher Robin has a room in the back of the UK Pavilion. Um, If you've never been, I give you permission, go stalk my Facebook page. I have some very blurry pictures from a funny time when Eric and I were on our honeymoon... We met Mary Poppins in the gardens of the UK Pavilion, and then we were walking around, and we saw this, like, door that was, like, cracked open, but there was nobody inside. And I was like, it's like a little room. And then we opened the door, and we're like, I don't think we're supposed to be in here. And I would just, like, snuck pictures really quick. They are terrible quality pictures, very blurry, but that's Christopher Robin's room. So, um, very exciting. I am a little sad not to see Winnie the Pooh chase butterflies anymore outside the Imagination Pavilion, but I think it will be nice to have a more structured meet and greet. I know that's not how they do it in Disneyland, and it works well in Disneyland, but I like the structured meet and greets sometimes.
0: No, I'm, 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 look, it was fun. And it is a good, um, really, if you think about it, Winnie the Pooh kind of brought back characters during COVID. Like he was the first, one of the first ones that really came back and was out and about, and you could get, kind of pictures not with but around him uh, but here's the thing i think winnie the pooh deserves to have an official meet and greet um you know we, we know in the past DDP episode we talked about the great jim cummings he came up multiple times on that and that just that character alone plays such an important role for disney fans around the world that whenever they come to walt disney world no matter where you're traveling from they want to be able to see winnie the pooh and now the fact that you can stand next to him and you can get your picture and do all that fun stuff. I I prefer this. I do think it was fun and it was unique to see him roaming around, but I, I prefer this.
1: Yeah. And even though he was roaming around, he was still behind a gate. So it, it's still not like Disneyland. So
0: Yeah, Disneyland is uh, like you wake up and you like go to go to the bathroom and you're like, who's in there? And you're knocking. And then all of a sudden it's <laughs> like, ooh, it's me poo. You know, I had to poo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, there's no honey in here. There's no
0: honey in here.
1: I I am not, not I pot. am not a gym.
0: Don't put your hand in a... that pot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not good. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you are just like throwing me off my game today, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Um, well, here's something that is exciting and I think is a positive for this specific attraction. Um, so there is a new visual effect at Muppet Vision 3D in Hollywood Studios. Um, so I feel like whenever there is an upgrade to Muppets, that is a great thing because it means that it is going to stay around just a little bit longer. Um, so this effect is, it's the Waldo. So when he bursts, um... It says it now includes projection mapped images extending beyond the screen and along both sides of the theater. So what I imagine, I haven't actually seen it. I haven't seen a video. There are videos out there. But when it's 3D, it's kind of, I don't like watching 3D videos without 3D glasses. Um, But how I imagine it is just if you have the stage, you see the screen, and then it's also toward the sides and along the walls.
0: Yeah, that's what I would think so. If you're not wearing 3D glasses, can you cross your eyes and make things 3D? I
1: have no idea.
0: I, I You know, I can't cross that. my eyes. Did you know that?
1: Haven't you ever done the trick where you like look at your Don't, finger? It doesn't bring... matter.
0: Watch. You ready? So I know this is an audio yes. show. Watch this. Ready? <laughs> I just you're, looked no, down.
1: You it... No, you have to put it directly in like. All right, like here we go. You're... Here we go. Okay they crossed
0: no did they really
1: yeah they did
0: i feel like a complete <laughs> human now i'm good all right yeah i look the,
1: this is the I'm, trick I'm, is like keeping your eyes crossed when you take the finger out i can't <laughs> i can't do, Katie can cross from. her eyes and
0: then make one eye go all all crazy another way it's insane you i can't don't know do that that's um, weird <laughs> i'm excited about this i i love the muppets they were literally hanging on by a thread if you know with the, the success of galaxy's edge and then you turn around you know some other Star Wars right there. It's kind of that just little space where is it going to last? I don't know. But if they're adding new concepts, I don't think this is a concept that took a lot of, you know, time or skill to it, but it's something, at least they're putting something back into that. And I love it. It's a people leader, somewhere to go sit down, take a little break. It's a great show. I love the effects. I love the characters. So I'm all for it. Anytime they want to add something to some Muppets, then, you know, all I I'm I'm your biggest cheerleader.
1: It's also a great nap show, just for anybody out there. I can't
0: nap during that. I love it.
1: it you know what else is a great nap show that What's people will- DDP uh, Today? Carousel of... <laughs> no. <laughs> I listened to DDP Today in my car. I hope I don't fall asleep while, while listening to it. No. Carousel of Progress. Like, I love Carousel of Progress, but if it's like, if I'm watching it in the middle of the day, you can guarantee I'm taking at least a five, ten minute nap. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it depends on when I hit that one. It's if it's like uh if it's like a late afternoon. Cause I take a nap after dinner. I take a 10 minute siesta after every dinner, which is hard when you're not at home. Um, you know, it's a little bit awkward in the parking lot of a of a yeah. or somewhere. Um yeah. but yeah, no, it's it's definitely a good spot for sure. I would say that yeah. more than more than Muppets. Muppets is too interactive. I enjoy it.
1: I will say I've fallen asleep before at the Muppets, and I I don't know like what part I fell asleep in, but I woke up when Sweetums came out. I was like, "Funny,
0: funny, yeah, funny, yeah."
1: So, and but I mean, five ten minute nap at Disney and in any show, and I feel refreshed and I'm ready to go. <laughs> ready
0: right to roll, I'm ready to go. <laughs>
1: um, the last Disney news uh, is during our rapid fire is that the boats are resuming service between Disney's Contemporary Resort, Wilderness Lodge, and Fort Wilderness Resorts. Um, So I used this um, in 2016 during mine and Eric's honeymoon. We went from Magic Kingdom to Wilderness Lodge to eat at. Oh, my gosh. Whispering Canyon. There we go. So very useful and beneficial especially if you're staying there it's almost like a private transportation almost when you're going uh going back to the oh my gosh going back to your resort from magic Kingdom. so if you're staying at wilderness lodge or fort wilderness or contemporary you can take the walkway or you can take a boat
0: yeah. I, so this is, this is great for me. I, anytime you're adding transportation, you know, we just got the trams back at all four parks. Um, and now that you, you get this, I, it's an added bonus. And also for me, like going to like hoopty do, and it makes it a lot easier for people to, um, do resort hopping, you know, especially if you're staying at the campgrounds. Uh, so for me, I, I I'm all for it. This is an addition. I, it's happy to be doing news where it's additions. There's something that we're getting back and we keep getting new things. It's the, when we do the news, they're taking things away or we're losing something. So, for me, this has been nothing but positive so far. And I'm all for any time they want to they throw some more transportation modes out there.
1: For sure. Especially because those buses get crowded. Mm-hmm. And I like, hate
0: them. I hate the Disney buses.
1: Yeah. And the, I don't know, the parking at Magic Kingdom is literally the worst. Well, that's the but only I park do- I won't drive to. Yeah. No, I agree. The, I think we've only driven to Magic Kingdom once. I might be wrong. And when I say we, I mean um, me and Eric. Yeah. Not me and my parents. I don't remember anything from when I was a kid, okay? So we've already established that in multiple shows. So mom and dad, don't call me out. <laughs> but we've only parked there once and it was literally the worst. It wasn't too bad going. It was coming. Like we stayed until fireworks and then we had to go back to or we, we had to check into Wilderness Lodge. It was. It was just the worst. So, if you can avoid parking at Magic Kingdom, I'd do it. So, if you're taking a watercraft, that's the way to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, plan a uh, plan a meal. You know what I mean? Like, have breakfast. If you want a rope drop, have breakfast at the Contemporary. Or, you know, plan a, if you go in a little bit later in the afternoon, plan a lunch at the Grand Floridian or at the Poly and... Just park over there, even go over, like said, a Whispering Canyon, go to Art's Point, go to somewhere over there and and eat. And that way you can just leave your car and then you can take transportation over. So it's the the ticket transportation center is just a nightmare. If you're going to do it that way, I have two ways I like to do it. I either I never take the monorail. I will I will cat. I will stand by it again and again and again that the monorail is the most overrated form of transportation on Disney property. I don't enjoy it. So for me, I either take the um, the boat from Ticket and Transportation or I will take the back path through the Poly, walk over and take the boats from the Poly uh, over to the Magic Kingdom. For me, that's just really nice, too, if you go by the Poly because you can stop by the pool bar right there at the Quiet Pool mm-hmm. and get a drink and have a nice little walk through the property and take your time, you know, stop by the the gift shop there at the poly or, you know, just walk in and hang out for a little bit before you jump on those boats. So for me, that's a much better form of transportation than getting on the monorail.
1: Yeah, we, we do enjoy the ferry uh, as Mm, long as you get on it towards the end of the loading, because if you're not getting on it towards the end of the loading, then you're waiting forever for it to get loaded and then actually take off. And then, yeah. So if you can get it towards the end of when they're loading, clutch. I agree. Okay. Okay. So, moving on to do you do you remember the Disney Plus show Behind the Attraction? I think this is one of the it wasn't first released when Disney Plus came out, but it was shortly after, I believe. Yeah, I remember. And the, yeah. And so, for those who have not seen it, it is a documentary of episodes of your favorite Disney attraction. So their first season was like Haunted Mansion. Uh that's all I remember honestly is the Me Haunted too. Mansion. Me actually Tower it's Tower of Terror. To that. Yeah, they that's did, right. Yep. yep. They did Tower of Terror cuz that's my favorite ride. So, and it's not just the Disneyland attraction, although most of the time that's where they start, uh but they will then go to the different forms of the attraction around the world. So, if there's something at Disney World, what that's like and how it's different. If it's at Tokyo, if it's at Paris, if it's at Hong Kong or Shanghai, they'll go through the the building and the storyline behind that. Um, Haunted Mansion, I think that's at every Disney park, but every Disney park has a different like background story. It's true. So anyway, so that's first season. This next season seems like it's going to be very exciting because not only is it different attractions they are going to do some episodes on the food and nighttime spectaculars Epcot in general so this seems really exciting though i don't know i don't know which episode i'm most excited for if it's pirates of the caribbean if it's the food or the nighttime spectaculars because they, i don't it just seems I love documentary style shows, and put Disney in it. It's my favorite thing.
0: The it's interesting that they're highlighting of all the foods that they could highlight in the in the trailer. I watched the trailer. They're highlighting the gray stuff, which is for me like insanely overrated because um, there's so many great Disney foods out there. And they're, let me tell
1: you something about the gray stuff.
0: It's delicious. It's not. You're wrong.
1: Well. I make a delicious gray stuff that is much better than the stuff at Disney world.
0: Yeah. It's just icing, man. It doesn't have like anything unique to it. So I have to tell you a story. So my aunt, um, ran one of the like top bakeries in her area. Like she was the like go-to for wedding cakes and all that kind of stuff. And she made her own icing and it was like, I mean, just everyone wanted my aunt Angie's icing. Everyone wanted it. And, uh, I told her, I was like, look, if anything, at some point, if I can have anything, just pass down to me your recipe. And so just a couple of years ago, she, when I, I saw her, she had written it out for me and we're the only two people on planet earth that have that recipe. And so, unless she's like Phoebe Buffet, and it's like Nestle Toll House, you know, <laughs> uh, but yes. yeah, like, uh, so I'm just, I've got it downstairs in our, our cabinet with all of our other recipes. My grandmother also, before she passed, um, hand wrote out all of her recipes and gave it to all the grandkids for Christmas. And so we've got those down there, but I'm just like, there's so many great like food items, and you're like the gray stuff. That's what I mean I understand it's gimmicky and that's it's fun. Everybody wants to do it, so you know I get it.
1: They had to invent it, basically. Yeah. So maybe that's it. Yeah, they had.
0: But they also
1: highlighted. Well, they had so to make. Ahead.
0: They had to take icing, and they had to invent putting great food coloring in it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, they did.
1: Yeah, but the version I make, it's more like a pudding.
0: Ooh, so. I like pudding. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm just saying, if you look up a copycat recipe, quote unquote, copycat, it's better than at Disney World. So Is that,
0: is that like your alter ego, copycat?
1: Oh, no. Actually, my my alter ego is weather cat. Really? <laughs> I can, I'm really good at predicting the
0: weather. Katie says I'm garbage. I'm like, I'm reading it off my phone. I don't know what to tell you. It'll rain. She'll go, what's the weather going to do? And I'll go, says, like, no, nope, no rain. And it'll rain, and she'll go, hey, a lot of you know about the weather. I go, I'm reading it from the app. It's not like I went to, like, meteorology school or whatever. I don't, do meteorologists even go to school? I have no idea.
1: They do. So, if I like science more, I probably would have tried to be a meteorologist, but I hate science and math. So, I was like, I'm with nah. you. I'm with <laughs> you. <laughs> no. uh, i with you. No. But I do the same thing as I read what is on, like, what is on the page or whatever the meteorologist put out there, but I usually am able to just because of I know my area, I'm able to predict a little bit better. So, there is one time going on a small t- tangent here, you can cut it out if you want to. No, we're good. My, Let's roll. My friend was getting married. She had an outdoor wedding and it, I'll give a little bit of detail. So, everybody knows I'm from the Northern Kentucky area around Cincinnati. So she was getting married in Dry Ridge, Kentucky, which is 20 miles south of Cincinnati. And her dad, there was a thunderstorm up in Cincinnati. You could see the clouds. We felt a couple of raindrops, but so she was like freaking out. Her dad is an idiot and says, the storms are really bad in Cincinnati. And I looked at him, and I was like, Joe, shut up. And then I, went, I looked over to my friend and I was like, Listen. Remember, I am Weather Cat. It is not gonna rain down here.
0: That's that shirt's going up on the DDP today. Uh, uh, T. Public page. It's gonna be Weather Cat. It's gonna be Cat, and she's dressed as a cloud. She's like, not today.
1: You ready for this? My, I have a theme song too.
0: All right, this I have to hear.
1: And it's a Simpsons reference too. You're oh, gonna love excellent. this. I
0: love this. Yeah.
1: It's kind of a Spider-Man reference too, but you'll probably realize Weather Cat weather cat she knows where the weather's at
0: i i is couldn't it? be happier right now that this has happened on the show you know show. what it's this, from right you, you, spider pig i understand yeah yes. come on man yeah you you know who you're talking to right i've already watched seven episodes of simpsons today alone so um <laughs> yeah uh one this is what makes this like better than ddp because this is legitimately one of the greatest things that's ever come out over <laughs> 500 episodes across the board of all the shows uh this is this is it so i yeah this is for now on your weather cat uh that's just what you are and i'm gonna put it in my phone you're gonna be weather cat in my phone That's what it is. great
1: yep i love it <laughs> i
0: love it i love it earlier okay. I, it too, I was super distracted earlier when you were talking about the uh the show because i was actually reading an article on the new york times about the last thing we're going to talk about tonight and it completely <laughs> okay it completely distracted me so
1: I don't... Well, maybe I'll let you take over that because I haven't read a lot of details on no, it.
0: No, I can but. take that over, yeah.
1: Okay, great. Um, But there is something I want to talk to you about before we talk about that last thing because it pertains to you and your line of work. So mm. over the past week, Disney World has released at least two discounts and Disneyland also released a ticket discount as well. So last week... The Disney World released, what was it, 30% off for stays in January through April. Yeah. Is that right? And then today, um, Disneyland offered a kids a kid special ticket offer with kids' tickets as low as $50 per child. And then which is super cheap. I should say super inexpensive. And then today, oh no, I just exited out of it. Um, But today, Disney brought back their Kids Play and Dine.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: What's that called? Discount. There we go. Lost that word for a second. Where it's Kids Play and Dine for 50% off. So, lots of great discounts. I'm happy for those who are able to take advantage of those. But I just feel like it's very odd that the past week, Disney has released so many discounts. What's your take
0: on it? Yeah, so a couple of things we're seeing here. We're starting to see the pendulum swing back the other way, which it, it had to if we're really going to be honest with ourselves as Disney fans because it had gotten so extreme to one side that, I mean, it, look, the Disney parks were absolutely dead. Like they there there was no one in the parks. The hotel capacity, although you would get online and you would see that certain certain hotels or certain things were sold out, like they were only selling a certain portion of the hotel. Like, they weren't selling every room at the hotel. Uh, and the reason for it was the pricing. I mean, like, I talk to people every single day that are booking these vacations, and I know what they're looking for. And we're talking about people who have, you know, the extra income to go, and yet they're looking at it and they're going, I just, I, it, it's more than I spent, not just a little more than I spent five, six years ago my last time there. It's infinitely more than I spent. So whenever these people look at this and they, they start to budget it out, what do they do? Well, you have two options. One, they either go, nah, you know what, we'll just skip Disney this year and we'll, we'll do a family vacation somewhere else. Or two, maybe we won't stay at a, a deluxe. Maybe we'll stay at a moderate. Or maybe we won't go seven nights. Maybe we'll go five nights, which in turn is, you know, really taking people out of the parks. And here's the problem that it hurts, is whenever you price out the tickets and the hotel rooms at such an exorbitant amount, It keeps people away. Now, let's say a family of four is going to go to the parks for seven nights. And so to get their budget down to where they need to be, now they're going for four nights. Well, now you have three nights and three days that they're not eating in the parks. They're not buying souvenirs. They're not doing Genie Plus. They're not doing all those little things where it adds up to thousands of dollars per family that the parks are making. So overall, Disney implementing these promotions is going to make them more money than they will lose off the promotion. Because families see them and they say, you know what, hey, that's getting us back down in our ballpark where we can stay seven nights, or that's getting us in our ballpark where maybe we'll stay at a deluxe instead. The fact that our child, if we do four nights or longer, is you know going to be fifty percent off. That's a huge bonus. I mean, massive bonus. And you know, it's weird because I always tell people, I'm like, Disney's the only kind of uh, 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 property out there, and 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 you know, Disney Cruise Line is the only property out there that doesn't put out a ton of promotions. They put out some stuff. But when you look at like Royal Caribbean and sandals and, you know, universal, like they're constantly rolling out promotions all the time. And this is an easy way for, and Bob Iger said it, you know, almost a year ago, he said, listen, the, the parks are too expensive. I mean, he just came out and said it. This is a way for them to not say, Hey, we're going to take a day ticket that's $125 and make it a hundred. Right. Instead they go, yeah. Hey, we're going to do a promotion to try to fill these voids and these types of Uh, areas that we may be a little slower than other down other times to get people in the parks now what's weird to me and it's crazy to me it really is a little concerning is that this promotion rolls over a lot of spring breaks which spring break typically will fill up no matter what so they they have the internal data they kind of know what they're looking at maybe they're looking and saying hey typically by this time typically by october the fourth we are at 70% 70% capacity for spring break of, of the following year. And they might be looking right now and saying, hey, we're at 45% capacity. What can we do? So they roll out a promotion. And uh, I, I'm never going to complain. Anytime we can save our clients money or any anybody out there can go to Disney for a little bit of a discounted rate, I'm completely for it. I do know for a fact that it's it's gone over the top uh, financially as far as price-wise for families. And I'm excited because if even if this just gets you know, one, two, three, four families that we know out there uh, in the parks when before they weren't going to do it. It's a bonus. It's a plus because for every person that enters the parks, they're taking photos, they're sharing their memories, um, you know, on on Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter and all those places. And it's just marketing. So just get people at Disney. It doesn't really even matter how much, you know, you can't, you can't make it $10. It's going to be overrun with people, but get people there, fill the parks because that's important. And that's when uh, you'll get people out there, and it, it's you know it's like a snowball going downhill. It's just going to grow and grow and grow. They got too money hungry, too quick post COVID, and uh, now the pendulum's starting to swing the other way.
1: Yeah, I was also going to say it's kind of like girl math. Um, I know whenever I see something that's a sale, that I'm like I'm saving money. So. <laughs>
0: Katie does that all the time. She's like, oh, yeah, but it's hey, this is uh 30 percent up. Like we wouldn't have bought it if it was 50 percent. Like, what do you why do we have to buy it now that it's on sale? It doesn't make sense. You know,
1: no. Uh, Eric sent me like a video of somebody explaining girl math. And I don't agree with all of it. Yeah. But I agree with I agree with a lot of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Katie Katie, and Riley are big on to Timu right now. Like that's their thing. And I will give them credit. Have you ever used it?
1: I have not. Oh
0: my goodness! Like they get stuff for pennies on the dollar, and it's like really good quality for the stuff they get. I'm like, well, maybe I should get me some Timu.
1: I like i i dabbled with Wish when it first came out. Yeah. And I just it scares me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Amazon still gets ninety nine percent of our 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 business. Uh, because yeah. also, Timu is like you know it takes like two weeks to get here, so. Yeah, uh, and most time when can I need something. in two days. Well, I mean, you know, I was supposed to be here today. It's not here yet. But I'm blaming the United yeah. States Postal Service. I'm not blaming Amazon. So
1: you can blame Amazon because sometimes it happens too. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> 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 okay, this last story has been kind of made national news. I heard it on my local radio station here in Cincinnati. Uh, and then actually somebody posted it in the Patreon page so if you're not a patron definitely join because we get we talk about some some funny stuff that are that's disney related um i've only heard a little bit about it so i'm gonna give this to you justin why don't you tell us what this hilarious story
0: is thank you kat because uh i gotta say there's no one better at talking about female anatomy problems that uh <laughs> happened at Disney World than than me. Um so I'm happy to take this take this one on at first. Um so uh it's all over the place. You can you can find it anywhere. Um or, you know this this will be kids safe so you can we can we'll keep this kid safe. Um so there has been a lawsuit filed at Disney uh, and it, let me get back to the article here because I want to give you exactly this. Emma McGinnis suffered permanent bodily injury on a visit to Disney World in Florida of 2019, according to a lawsuit that accuses Walt Disney Parks and Resorts of negligence. Now, I know what you're saying. Man, what happened to this poor girl? Um, let's see. Emma McGinnis. Let me, tell you a st- let me tell you a little story. Join me for a story. Emma McGinnis traveled with her family to Walt Disney World in October of 2019 in part to celebrate her 30th birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Emma. Uh, but when she went down a 214-foot water slide called the Humunga cowabunga, she experienced a painful wedgie and suffered severe and permanent bodily injury, according to a lawsuit uh, that she and her husband, Edward McGinnis, poor Edward, he's just getting drugged into this thing, <laughs> filed in Orange County, Florida last week. The lawsuit seeks at least $50,000 in damages and accuses Walt Disney Parks and Resorts of negligence. Um, of course, you know, Humongal Vong is over at Typhoon Lagoon. I actually just wrote it last time I was there. I was just fine. She <laughs> says that she did everything that she needed to do while riding the slide, including, including crossing her legs and all that. The impact of this, this is going quotes the impact of the slide and her impact into the standing water at the bottom of the slide calls Mrs. McGinnis clothing to be painfully forced between her legs and for water to be violently forced inside her. The lawsuit <laughs> says she experienced immediate and severe pain internally. And as she stood up, uh had had blood you know going over uh taken to a hospital by ambulance for treatment what would that call be like and was eventually brought to another hospital for repair of uh female areas well said adding that she had severe lacerations the suit says that uh wow this is crazy mrs mcginnis bow also protruded through her abdominal wall that's called a hernia and i've had four of them so i don't want to hear it <laughs> i am captain Meshboy. okay um, and that she had damaged her internal organs. That could also be the same thing. Like a, and she could have had that prior. The complaint says the slide carries risks that Disney World knew about or should have known about. I will go ahead and tell you that tens of thousands of people do this slide every year. First time we're hearing about this. Um, it says, specifically when a rider of the slide reached the bottom of the ride and traveled to the pool water designed to stop further travel, the force of the water can push loose garments into a person's anatomy. Remind me to wear tight garments next time, cat. An event known as a wedgie. I love, I love in this lawsuit that they had to put, this is, in, this is in the lawsuit, had to literally put the definition of a wedgie like no one knows. Uh, it says, because of a woman's anatomy, the risk of painful wedgie is more common and more serious than it is to a man. I am going to disagree, okay, uh, as, as a guy. Anyway, um, Mr. McGinnis has suffered loss of his wife's care, comfort, oh my goodness, hold on. This this is such a man thing to say. This is unbelievable. I can't believe I'm reading this. Listen to what this husband says, all right? Now, listen, let me say this. I'm sorry if this happened to her and she, she had, you know, accidents happen. You know what I mean? Maybe it just didn't go well for you. But listen to what the husband says. Mr. McGinnis, I'm going to start quotations, has suffered loss of his wife's care, comfort, a consortium. I don't know what that means. Support and services. He suffered loss of his wife's care, comfort. So that means, because of this, my wife was not able to take care of me and take care of my care. This is ridiculous. Or comfort me. Or comfort me.
1: I'm pretty sure consortium is... Relations? Yes.
0: Okay, gotcha. Man, I think all kinds of new words. I'm going to use that in a conversation this week, and people are going to be like, he's so smart. Um, (laughs) I'll use it wrong, of course. Unlike other water slides, I feel like in the Humongous cow does not involve the use of a rafter tube, blah 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 blah, blah reach speeds of nearly 40 miles per hour. I just I literally just did this a couple weeks ago. Disney World failed to provide Miss Miss McGinnis and other patrons with proper protective clothing or equipment necessary. What what do you want them to do? Uh, to ride the slide the suit says the resort failed, also failed to warn her and others of inherent dangers. Anyway, that I'll give you I'll give you my opinion on one of This happened all the way back in 2019 the great Greg woods was commenting on the ddp patron facebook page and greg is a lawyer and he was saying hey they're getting towards the end of statute limitations on this i think it's like a week away and um this is being filed just because it's it's getting towards the end of statute limitations it will just show you that literally and you can sue for anything and here's the here's the bad part cat disney will settle this lawsuit like they're asking for 50 grand disney's gonna give them 10 grand say go away uh, you know, we'll be done with it. It's just easier for them in the long run, but it's it's look, this is one of those things stuff happens, man. You know, like people walk downstairs and, and fall downstairs and break legs at Disney, they you know, like stuff happens. If you had this happen on a water slide where tens of thousands of people ride this, and not just that, if let's say, cat, let's say in a year's time, let's say make the math 100,000 people ride this water slide in a year right what's the average population breakdown between men and women i know it's close in the united states men versus women population u.s uh yeah i want that isn't it like
1: 53 47
0: i think so all right yeah so it's uh 98 males per 100 females so that means doing the math there are more females riding this than men on average, and this has happened one time. This was back in 19, or two thousand eighteen, right? Is that what I said five years 19. ago? Nineteen, so four yeah. years ago. Four years ago, so over four years, four hundred thousand people riding. Let's say on average, two hundred fifty thousand of them are women, and one person had this happen. I've also seen uh, certain things worn in the Walt Disney World. Uh, water parks that should not be worn in the Walt Disney World water parks
1: that was what I was going to say I'm curious as to what her bathing this is not body shaming or like uh, outfit shaming or like whatever wear what you feel comfortable in but I'm curious as to what her bathing suit was if it was a bikini if it was a one piece what kind like what kind of coverage there was yes so, like, you can't put the whole blame on, and I'm sure that there are warnings for Humonga Calipari. Yes. I've never been to Typhoon Lagoon. It's great. But I am sure there are warnings everywhere about that there is potential for harm, like getting injured, yeah. like anything. Like
0: There's this awesome I water mean, slide, you go 40 miles per hour, and if you don't cross your legs, you're getting an enema. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's it called? Humongous
0: Calebunker. It's great. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: yeah. But just so did it like, three like weeks ago. I just yeah. I just I don't think that it can be fully blamed and just because she says she followed it is there proof? Is there proof she kept her ankles crossed? Yeah, exactly. Is
0: there- and the th- the thing is this, like I said, I hate that this happened to her. There also could have been some like I so I I can talk about this because I have this issue. So I have, I hate saying this it makes me feel I'm weak. I have a weak uh, intestinal like wall, like so I get hernias. We
1: know this.
0: Super easy. <laughs> like I, I, I have a hernia right now that I'm not getting repaired because it's not bothering me. And Anker was like, "Dude, if it's not bothering you, don't get it repaired. It's fine." Um, but I've had like multiple, multiple, multiple hernia surgeries, and so like. If you, if you, she, this may have been something that was already there. And then, you know, yes, it was uncomfortable. And maybe even there was some, some injury, but then you found this as well. Um, but I will say, look, it's an intimidating water slide. And listen, it, for guys, it's, it's, it's painful. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the hunchback up there, like ringing well, the bells kind of. of Notre Dame <laughs> as you come down. Like it's bad, you know? Um, but it's also, it's an intense water slide. Like, you know what you're getting into when you go do it. Like it's not like getting on the teacups and then coming off with lacerations and everything, like yeah. you know you're going to ride this two hundred and however many feet tall water slide that reaches forty miles per hour, and there's no barrier between you and the slide
1: yeah
0: i i i no. I, I hate frivolous lawsuits I
1: agree i I do not plan on partaking in any, and because I don't understand lawyer speak or anything. But when stuff like this comes out, like you said, I feel bad for her. It sucks that she went through all that pain, but also you can't release something like this and not expect to get laughed at.
0: Exactly. Well, that's the thing, too. Is like, And also, why are you waiting until a week prior to statute of limitations coming up? Yeah. Like if this was so apparent and obviously like you you had to have surgery because if you had, you know, protruding bowel and all that kind of stuff like you you've had to have that corrected and it had to be corrected somewhat quickly then why are you not going after this, you know, at a, at at a, at a sooner time like a, a more expedient time to yeah. resolve this issue. Like you know, it, that that I don't understand that. Like and also maybe could have gone the other way too you know what i mean like if someone if she wasn't wearing you know i'll I'll give you this we've been to water parks before where um katie was not allowed to go on a water slide like they turned her away at the top because she had like beads on her bikini top or she had like Mm -hmm. a metal hook on the back you know what i mean like there were certain things like on the and they were saying hey you know you can't you can't ride the slide with that because it could get stuck it could get you know stuff Mm -hmm. like that it could hurt your back and they have those reasons for it but i feel like any more at disney if they're kind of like dang if you do dang if you don't because if they were to say something to someone like this to be like ma'am you can't ride because of this this will be a lawsuit too yeah like some people are just litigious and that's just the way they are and they would sue for the fact that she was being discriminated against and that she was unable to ride the slide
1: It's the what about me effect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which
1: I just read an article about that where just because it doesn't pertain to you doesn't mean you need to complain about it or like, yeah. So
0: this is a little bit off topic. Have you seen um, there's this uh, it's so thrilling. Um, It's this ride at Disney and it's absolutely so awesome. Like I think a ton of people should do it. It's that much fun. Have you ever heard of it?
1: Which, which ride?
0: Humonga <laughs> Calabunga. It's awesome. Go do it. It's so much fun, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I need I want to go to the Disney Waterparks one one day. One day yeah. we will. Fresh uh, and Gush here. There's so many good ones, yeah. I, I think they're so they look so much fun. And now that we're D V C members, we um one of these days we'll go to H two O Glow. Nice.
0: Do H2O yeah, yeah. Do uh h we did that's what we did. We just did H two O Glow. So well, it was really good.
1: We'll wait until our kids are a little bit older and can swim, because Sophia's getting better, but she's still not super confident, and Amelia, eh, no clue. <laughs> let, let,
0: let me throw this out there. Miss McGinnis, if you are listening to this, uh, I would love to have you on a show and chat about this, because maybe you can change my mind. You know what I mean? Maybe you can, you can tell yeah. me, and maybe I'll become anti-Humonga Cowabunga uh, in the long run. It's not gonna happen, Kat. I'm still gonna
1: tell her she's right. I will say I don't think that I could. So I'm like terrified of heights unless I'm like strapped in. Like roller coasters don't bother me, um, but like I don't think I could do humunga cowabunga. Oh yeah, so. you
0: could. it's great. Me and Riley, and, yeah, me and Riley, and Katie, all did it this past trip.
1: Is is it similar to in Blizzard Beach? You know how it has yeah. the okay. yeah, no, no, thanks.
0: It's awesome, man. That's that's so much fun.
1: Scary. That's scary to me, but that's
0: okay, yeah, it is what it is. well, yeah. I hope you get better, Miss McGinnis, and uh I hope you lose your lawsuit.
1: <laughs> I hope you're better <laughs> by now,
0: me too, and i hope like, i hope i hope years? you're I hope you're able to, you know, do whatever. Like you and you and your husband are doing okay, because the poor guy really had a rough time. All right, obviously, obviously
1: yeah. His poor. his wife could not care for him. Yeah,
0: exactly. What a what a what a poor guy. I'm, I'm you know, yeah. That, that's, the, so that's sorry, the, Kat. That's the true uh, uh, person who's been hurt the most in this. All right, that's it. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's Mr. McGinnis.
0: <laughs> Mr. McGinnis, I am I apologize for your for the for the pain you have been through.
1: Well, Justin, thank you so much for joining me today, tonight, whatever time it is, uh, how you're listening to this. Uh, do you have any closing words for us?
0: No, nah, always fun. That's one good thing I love about the new show is that we can get into some topics and, you know, we can talk about what's going on in the parks, but also we can do some fun stuff too. We can really uh, go off the rails and chat about our lives and all that kind of stuff. So I've got to give you uh, two more things. Let me give you something I was about Joe. Say. Uh, so, Joseph. Um, well, I think everyone knows Joseph loves teddy bears. Like that's his thing. We talk. We've talked about that before. Um, Joseph's also a when it comes to beverages, he only drinks frozen beverages. As far as alcoholic beverages, he will not drink Aww. things typically that are that are not frozen. Uh, so there's something for Joseph um, and Dave. Oh my gosh, I've got so many. It's just what can I say out there? Um, something fun that I could tell people about Dave. I mean, Dave's talked about the fact that he was seriously injured as a child. Uh, he's I could about... not
1: listen to that.
0: Oh, so gross, man. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so no. gross. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. This is hard. Dave is, I will tell you this, Dave is a wealth of, Dave's like an idiot savant. Um, he, Dave knows a little bit about a lot and, a, you know, a lot about a little is what i would say about dave so if you ever want to talk to dave he can talk to you literally about anything um you could bring up a topic and he will give you one point on it um it's the hard part is is once you get past the one point most of the things he's he's done so uh just you can bring up (laughs) random things to dave it's a lot of fun uh he's always a blast to talk to and that man can hold court and eat wings with a white shirt on like anybody i've ever seen before so uh look all my hosts i love them yeah yeah (laughs) No, 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 I'll have it all over me. It's, it'll be, it'll be absolutely, <laughs> I'll be disgusting.
1: Well, I am so glad that we learned, we learned facts about everybody, even me. Yeah. Like, wasn't, wasn't going on cats, revealing. Weather
0: cat <laughs> knows wherever the weather's at. I love it. Oh, man.
1: Uh, it's, it's, it's great. It's been since college. So my freshman year of college was when we when we dubbed that and it came from because i predicted the amount of snow we were gonna get
0: oh very good i was correct very very good
1: In moorhead kentucky was great anyway i love doing the news with you justin i know i said earlier you're you're the most recent uh and i'll say i won't say you're my favorite but you're my
0: favorite (laughs) you can say it it's okay it's all good. They all know it anyways. It's fine. <laughs> Actually, at the end of the patron, if, for those of you who are not a member of the patron, go over right now. You can click the link below, and you can join that patron for as little as $2 a month. You can uh, be a part of that private Facebook group, and the best part is the bonus show that comes after every show, DDP. Um, but the end of patron, we played a little game, and the uh, each of the hosts had to tell uh, which of the other three hosts what we would do as far as uh, uh, cuddle Mary Thanos. And uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun to watch Mike sweat bullets as he had to finally uh, say, you know, who he, who he would cuddle, who he would marry, and who he would ban us uh, out of the three hosts that were there with him. So a lot of fun.
1: I cannot wait to watch the video. <laughs> so you, There is a video portion of Patreon. So if you guys are interested, I cannot wait to watch it. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for giving me this platform to talk Disney news and random stuff, too. And I just want to say to everyone, keep on dreaming, keep on doing, and have a magical night.
0: Love it, Kat. Thank you. This has been YDF Media Productions.